SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. You're listening to Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia. A lot of trauma is held unconsciously and it presents uh, when things just feel uncontained or when we're triggered in different ways. And so a lot of trauma is historical. With the right support, children can recover from trauma, whether experienced overseas or in Australia, recently or in the past. Parents and caregivers play a crucial role in helping children regain a sense of safety and security. Essentially, when a child's exposed to trauma, the whole world is flipped upside down. So what used to be safe is now dangerous and scary. We know that trauma can impact children's brain and social-emotional development, but also their long-term well-being. I'm Maram Smail, your host. Today, we'll discuss strategies for parents and caregivers to support their child's trauma recovery. Children can experience trauma in various ways. According to Dr. Dave Pasalic, a senior lecturer and clinical psychologist in the School of Medicine and Psychology at the Australian National University. Children experience trauma when they're exposed to very harmful or threatening events and they feel overwhelmed, distressed and helpless. These intense events include things like natural disasters or car accidents, war, violence, abuse and even distressing separations from caregivers. Norma Boulos is the Early Intervention Project Officer at the Community Migrant Resource Centre in Parramatta. In addition to focusing on individual cases, she oversees several parenting education programs, including the Circle of Security program, which helps parents better understand their child's emotional world. Mrs. Bullo states that during her 17 years of working at the Community Migrant Resource Centre, one of the most significant challenges has been helping parents recognize when their child is struggling and needing assistance. I work with refugees, asylum seekers, and migrants, usually the ones from the countries from the Middle East. That is the country, you know, where they come with a lot of trauma. The families in the beginning, they don't want to agree, you know, they need help. I say, okay, you know, like this country, you are very lucky to be here, but there are plenty of service. From the beginning, when I know something happened, especially the children when they are three or four years old and they are very aggressive in the supportive play group, it depends. Some of them, they got some type of special need, another no. It's just behavior problem. Dr. Pasalic explains that trauma, especially when experienced during critical developmental periods, can profoundly impact brain structure and function. Essentially, when a child's exposed to trauma, the whole world is flipped upside down. So what used to be safe is now dangerous and scary. We know that trauma can impact children's brain and social-emotional development, but also their long-term well-being. So in general, trauma can affect how children behave, how they think, how they feel, and how they relate to others in relationships. And so this can impact how they function both at home and at school. So, for example, trauma can cause a child to feel on edge a lot of the time and to see more threat around them than there really is. And this can lead them to feel unsafe and scared. Dr. Pasalich says the brain's limbic system, particularly the amygdala, may become more sensitive to potential threats, leading to increased anxiety and fear responses. 
Children who experience prolonged exposure to traumatic events really shift into survival mode in their brain and their body. And they do this to adapt to the chaos and the constant danger. So if a child is exposed to a lot of violence in the home, let's say, they may become more alert or hypervigilant in their body for most of the day, even when the violence is not occurring. So what can parents and carers do to help? Melanie Diffholtz, a consultant with 14 years of experience supporting parents and teachers in schools across Australia, emphasizes the importance of parents and caregivers caring for their mental and emotional well-being. What I would encourage for people is to recognize that when you're in an emotional response or when you're actually going through an inability to stabilize your feelings, that's not normally a place where you can hold a ground for a child because you're not regulated yourself. And so for me, part of holding that ground is recognizing I'm part of the ground they're standing on and how am I? Dr. Pasalich says it's essential for parents and guardians to be attuned to the child's feelings and needs. It's really important for parents, first of all, to use what we call sensitive parenting. So essentially being curious about what your child's behavior may be telling you about their deeper needs. So, for example, if a child feels unsafe and that the world is unpredictable, they might show quite controlling or even aggressive behavior. But instead of reacting to this controlling behavior, we should really try and step back and respond to the child's deeper need for security. It's also necessary to create a safe and stable environment at home, as Dr. Pasalich explains. It's also important for parents to provide safety and routine in the relationship and family. So really ensuring that your family continues with their typical routines can provide structure in your child's life and help things feel more predictable and safe. And then it's really important for parents to spend time with their child and to prioritize that relationship. So maintaining a safe and secure relationship with your child is the most vital activity following exposure to traumatic events. Your child would need you to be calm and loving in order to aid their recovery. According to Dr. Pasalich, many children do recover naturally from traumas, but there are times when seeking professional help becomes vital. If your child does not show a path of recovery or perhaps if their problems escalate and impact on their everyday life, then it's really important to seek professional help. This help could come from a trained and accredited therapist, such as a psychologist or a mental health counsellor, um, anyone with experience in working with child trauma. Bree De La Harp works as a play therapist at the Bee Centre Foundation in Warwood, Sydney. She says play therapy is an age-appropriate approach to working with children. Similar if an adult went through a trauma, they'd see a counsellor, talk out their feelings and try and make sense of their experiences. A child's brain hasn't developed, the front part of their brain hasn't developed, which looks after that part. And so play therapy is the best way for a child to make sense of what they're going through. So it's like they play out their experiences, their trauma, and the toys are their words. Tiana Wilson, a psychotherapist and play therapist at the Bee Centre, highlights the effectiveness of play therapy in addressing historical trauma. A lot of trauma is held unconsciously and it presents uh, when things just feel uncontained or when we're triggered in different ways. And so a lot of trauma is historical and that absolutely 
can be nurtured, held, supported and healed. Does not need to be an immediate fix. Obviously, the, the earlier we can intervene and support, the better because people don't then start developing coping mechanisms. Children can recover from even the most complex traumas with the proper support. Dr. Pasolich explains. I think there is always hope for children to show recovery from even the most complex trauma, as long as they have the right supports around them. And these supports really need to be focused on having safe and secure relationships with caregivers, with teachers, with social workers, and other important adults in that child's life. And so if the child has the right support, if they have the right professional support as well, um, we do see children recover from even the most significant traumas in their lives. Thank you for listening to this episode of Australia Explained, written and produced by Kiara Pazano, hosted by me, Madame Smile. Australia Explained Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. This was an SBS Audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au slash Australia Explained.